You're listening to The Miraculous, a podcast by Gary Hewins that will give you a godly infusion of encouragement every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. All right, friends, so we're, we're in our third little interview format for our podcast, and then we'll get back to our other format here probably next, next time. But I think there's a couple more points that we really need to center in on as we go forward in understanding not only the Word of God, but Jesus's ministry and why healing is an important part of that and why in the word healing is, is no small thing. So uh, Tyler is here with me again, and he's going to fire out, fire away a few questions you got there, buddy. So it's one thing to teach and preach on healing, but it's another thing to see it come to pass. Um, so what is the relationship between preaching and teaching and healing in the church context? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. Um, I dealt with this, uh, I think, this past Sunday. When you are, um, I guess you kind of have to take my word for it on some level, uh, you do have to extend um, to to a pastor some level of credibility and trust. Well, hopefully I've earned that. But, but we have people here that have been here longer than others. And if you were to look at this ministry, you'd have to draw the conclusion that how many times have you heard, I mean, over the years, oh my goodness, we are all about the Word of God and we never stray from it. And we have to preach the Word and you know, stand on the Word, declare the Word. So it, when all of a sudden, you know, someone stands up and you've heard this for so long and then emphasizes healing, you have to almost lend them some credibility that they're hearing from the Lord. And that's that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I feel greatly impressed that that the Lord at this particular season uh, won't deviate from His word in any way, but will certainly um, confirm His word with signs. And there's a need for that in our culture. When God confirms His word, um, it gets the attention of people. Let me put it this way: if the church uh, was out sharing the gospel and bringing God to the forefront of other people's lives, there would be no need for signs. I sense, anyway, in this particular context, that um, God will do things in and among us. Those who believe and don't even believe, um, he will do things among us that will be undeniably him and will confirm his word and get the attention of those who don't know him. So, I think God is the number one evangelist anyway, and I think healing will be one avenue in which he does that through this church. So I don't see anything wrong with that. In fact, I see everything right with it. It's exactly what he did among the apostles and in his three-year ministry. But you could talk about that till you're blue in the face. Who really cares what someone has to say unless there's results, right? Um, if you're going to talk about something, back it up, right? So there ought to be healing that takes place as you preach, teach, and train people and certainly if you feel impressed to do that, which, by the way, I'm going to do if I feel impressed to do it. Why would I not? And I would hope that that's what we're actually looking for, a leadership that feels impressed in a very important way to share uh, what the Lord is sharing with them. That seems to me pretty on spot on. So um, if, we, if we actually emphasize this, and not overemphasize, but emphasize this, then we ought to see results. Uh, so, I mean, that's pretty reasonable. So how would you say that 
God is healing people here at CBC? Well, I would say, I mean, heart aneurysms are shrinking, has shrunk, and the lady has declared cancer-free, and a rash has disappeared, and a breathing issue has been taken care of, and a, a, a man in ICU with COVID expected by palliative care to start his organs to start shutting down after four weeks of ventilator. I, and all of a sudden, he's breathing 85% on his own four or five days later. I say it's the beginnings, anyway, of of more than rhetoric. I think we should be looking at these things and worshiping more and having a sense of gratitude and thanking God and asking him to teach us. It's a normal response. I hope that's normal. Anything less than that would be certainly abnormal to me. So we see these things happening, and... Um, we have people being trained, and we have people praying. And as I said Sunday, I think I think the Lord, you know, I don't know. It seems to me like if you look in the Word, he gets a little jealous when everyone else in the world gets attention but him. And it seems like what the last 18 months have been in a lot of ways for a lot of people, not everybody. But I think we're centering back in on Christ and in this particular season. I also think there's a lot of young people that attend this church and have no experience seeing something actually happen in everyday life that's talked about in the Bible. So the Bible all of, a, all of a sudden and the ministry of Christ become very relevant and as it should. Uh, so I see that going on. So I, yeah, I see people being healed. Um, and you got to step on on faith on some level. Okay. So I, that's how I think we should respond to it as well. I think we got to be worshipful and grateful and and disciple people and make sure that they have a salvation experience with Jesus Christ. What else are we going to do? Of course we're going to do that. So anyway, that's that. And how can we be better prepared to be ministers of healing? Well, I just, I just um, spent the last, I don't know, uh, maybe 13 Tuesday nights uh, in an online class with some of the people here at our church examining, discussing, praying about, fellowshipping around the context of the Scripture, um, specifically of Jesus healing people. And I found that to be, and there's nothing I haven't done before, but for for all those other people, and myself included, this has been um, life-giving to us. It's been encouraging. And to see people being healed uh, the accompanying the training is is encouraging as well. So, um, you know, when you think about it, anyway, let me finish my thought. We sh- we should be we should be looking at Jesus said, "Come follow me," and he also said, "He'll do greater works." So we ought to be looking at how he healed. And there's a there's a very diverse way that he went about loving people. Okay, uh, he went about touching people, touching people, and healing people that knew him, didn't know him, believed, didn't believe. I mean, he he went about doing these things. And uh, we too should go about doing these things. And if that's, it's like the man with the shriveled hand. It's like, it's like the culture has shriveled up as it pertains to Christ. And Christ asks him to stretch out his hand. Well, that's, I think, what, what God's saying to the church right now. You need to stretch. Stretch beyond your comfort zone. Stretch beyond your, your past and what you've been taught. Trust the leadership. And Stretch. Go for a stretch. Stretch your faith. Stretch your action. 
this is uh, all part of creating an environment of, um, of healing, not just physically, but in, in, as I said earlier, in many ways. So I, I think people need to be trained, frankly. Um, and I think we need to be trained that we don't have to understand everything. I don't know where in the world we ever got this idea that everything has to be understood. I find the word mystery in the Bible comforting to me. And the word sacrament means mystery. So anybody who claims to fully have the Holy Communion figured out as a sacrament is really selling selling the sacrament short. It's a mystery. We're not going to know this side of heaven, all these things. But we do know that people are hurting and that we are a church. And how much more relevant can a church be than to meet the needs of the people? Jesus did it, and so too are we. What, there's no reason to apologize for that to this community. We are here to help you live out the fullest life you possibly can. And to do that, you're going to need Jesus Christ. And watch out, he just might heal you or heal your marriage, or heal, heal your relationship with your prodigal son or daughter, or something, something, because that's what he does. He's a healer. All right, well, that's all I have for you today, but do you just want to lead us out in prayer? Yeah, to all the people, let's pray over all the people that, in our God-given sphere of influence that, that serve us in the marketplace, or that go to school with our kids, or that are dealing with cancer, or COVID or whatever, what, what kind of church are we if we're not seeking to bring God to these people and to beg on their behalf? People did that in the Bible left and right in the Gospels, and Jesus healed them. Why would we not believe that? Why would we not be excited about that? Why, Lord, would we not I'd love to see your word in an even fuller sense? in word and in deed. So ready us for that and steady us to do that appropriately as we go forward in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to The Miraculous. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for the next infusion of encouragement. Have a great day.